DMVR Broncos Live coming to you from Studio X, where the X stands for extradited. As in, the Broncos were extradited from the top 50. Uh, no. Nah. <laughs> we gotta teach him that, that word. That did not hit. I, no. I think that's, that definitely hit. There was there no. just needs to be so much backstory to an extradition. Mm. It's not just not being so, in a good spot. Let's tap into that. Tell us more about that. So, like, if I were to break a law here and then go to Canada, then Canada would extradite me back to yes, where they yes. could... The Broncos broke the law of being bad. And they tried to go to the top 50, but then they were extradited back outside you, of it. You so should, I guess. Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just stopped when you were not even on top. No. I, I think, I don't know. I'll, I'll let the comments decide. Off to a real hot start. I feel really hot. Um, even though it's cool outside, it's humid. It yeah. is. It makes you understand why people from places that aren't Colorado complain 24-7. Yeah, it's already warm in Studio X, though. It is. Somehow. Studio X. It was cold out of Broncos practice. Legitimately cold. Wow. So I put on long sleeves today, um, much to the dismay of many of our listeners who want to see my golden brown arms. Um, but I, uh, I was like, oh, it's got to be chilly out. Just I can just tell by looking. And then I went out on my on my deck, and I was like, I've made a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. But you had to go back inside, and you didn't change. Oh, once you put your clothes on, you've those are your clothes. Unless <laughs> wow. you want to wash two <laughs> pairs of clothes. <laughs> Like, I feel like I have to, uh, that's like a philosophical thing for me because there's like one of my pet peeves is like, you're in a rush to go somewhere and then, you know, could be anyone. Maybe it's your girlfriend. Maybe it's someone else you're with. Um, but they're like, hold on. I don't like this outfit. I have to change. Mm. And now you're like, so essentially you're calling Allie. Out. No, could yes. be anyone. Mm. Yes. Allie, Hank. It Kale. wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm just like, I commit. Like, I get, when I'm in the shower, I get an outfit in my head, and that's the outfit. So once it's in your head, it's it? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yep. Unless, like, I can't find the clothes or something. But plan it out, jump out of the shower, grab the clothes, put it on, you're done. You're you ever thought, you ever think of going the Bill Gates, or not the Bill Gates, Um, why am Steve I not? Steve Jobs? Yeah, the Steve Jobs route, of just same outfit every single day? No, no, that's not me. No. I mean, essentially, I am wear- I'm wearing a different version of the same outfit every day. It's really true. White sneakers, black mm-hmm. pants or shorts, black shirt. Or Got the sleeves today, though. Yeah, yeah, brought the sleeves. Yeah. Real change t- up. I do change it up once in a while. And typically, it's vintage of some sort. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of changing it up, the NFL needs to change up the wow. NFL Top 100 uh, desperately because the whole system is an absolute sham in the first place. But now it's like at least before we could just count on Von Miller to be erroneously ranked way too high every year. Um, and that would be like representing the Broncos and, you know, give us some good feelings. Um, but now we don't even get that. No, now Von Miller's ranked erroneously low. Yes, he is. <laughs> like, how did he go from the top 10 to the bottom 10? <laughs> With winning a Super Bowl and having yes. an amazing postseason run. Yeah, that part is crazy. And I actually think Bill's fans now have a lot of reason to be upset about that Well, the one. voting probably happened shortly after he was traded. And so people were probably like low on him at the time. Mm-hmm. He had just won Defensive Player of the, of the Month. That's true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, he actually got disrespected. Maybe just because he wore orange and blue last season. Because everyone else who did and who wears it now um, is getting the short end of the stick. So let's start. Wait, really quick. Oh. So they had, the Broncos have one guy 
on their team now that wore orange and blue that made the top 50 last year. That is true. The hun- top 100. Unless there's a saving grace coming. Mm, nope, there's well, not. All right, well, okay, <laughs> let's, not. let's talk about this. All right, let's just start there. Henry, any chance in your mind that Pat Sertan ends up on this list? Uh, I mean, there is a chance. I'll say there's a chance because I think we all sit here and say he is better. He's the best player in the Broncos. And so he should be the the highest rated. I think by the end of this year, he will certainly be considered the best player on the Broncos. I think so too. At the same time, though, I'm not willing to bet on it just because the vibes are bad after how Russell Wilson and Justin Simmons were treated. I I don't expect to see him on this list. And you're definitely no. Yeah, of course not. No, uh, we 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 saw Justin Simmons fall last year. A rookie that didn't make the Pro Bowl, didn't get an All-Pro, he's not going to make this list. Now, that doesn't mean he shouldn't make this list. He should be on here right now, in my opinion. Uh, But no, he's not going to be in the top 50. Here's the hard thing. A part of me wants to say yes. But again, I remember this is done during the season. Mm -hmm. And You want to explain that process? The dumbest process (laughs) ever. It is. Um... Like, a couple girls from the NFL come in during open locker room and just go around handing out worksheets yep. to all the players that I think it's ranked 1 to 20? Yep, I think it's 1 to 20. Yeah, it's ranked 1 to 20, and they're just like, give us your top 20. And there, all the, There's no list that they can look at of mm, people. It's just off the top of your head. And so all the players, well, half of the players go, okay. And then just throw it in the trash and mm-hmm. go to their meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other, ha- like another half of the half remaining, just sit next to their buddies and they're like, oh, like, who are our boys again? Yeah. Like, oh, you're my boy. Yeah. Okay. Backup tight end going like, number two. What players do we like? They're right. like, oh, the homie um, Kayvon Webster. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, Kayvon Webster, mm-hmm. number one. Because mm-hmm. you um, can't vote for your own team, right? I think you can. Yeah, you can. Oh, you can? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Um, and then they'll be like, who else is in the NFL again? Mm-hmm. They'll be like, oh, oh, Tom Brady. Um, Aaron Donald. Yeah, yep, yeah. He's there. <laughs> and uh, then let's just do the last 10 of uh guy sitting next to me yes, right now. Yes, yes. Okay. And, then, and then like one, one out of every 30 players actually sits down, maybe even like talks to the media a little bit and is like, who am I forgetting here? And puts together like an actual comprehensive list. So that gives you an idea of just how dumb this is. But at the same time, we cannot ignore the fact that the Broncos peers around the NFL have no respect for them. Correct. That's yes, true. obviously. Because obviously what, what they also pay attention to, especially guys looking at around the league, is, okay, who's playing on primetime? The Broncos literally didn't do that last year outside of a, a, the pity one that they got and then flexed later in the year. So they didn't get that. The, then you think of like, okay, who's got dynamic offenses? Definitely not the Broncos. So you skip over them on offense. And then defense, okay, it's just it's a gritty defense. And then you kind of just move on. So it, you, you go for the huge names, and the Broncos had one last year, and that was Von Miller. So let me ask you this. Which one is worse? Justin Simmons at 81 or Russell Wilson at 61? Which one is more egregious? Simmons. Mostly because these quarterbacks get overhyped. Like, in terms of, like, who are the best players, Russell Wilson around 60? Like, sure. If anything, I don't think it's that bad. I completely disagree. Wow. Because we're talking about the best players, yes. But in this, 
I mean, how many kickers are in the top 100? How many punters um, yeah. are in the top 100? So there is positional value in here. Oh, there absolutely And is. you probably see a lot of quarterbacks, a lot of the elite quarterbacks in the top 20. Totally. So the fact that there's probably a massive gap between where Russ truly is, is what okay. do we say, six to eight quarterback in the NFL, mm-hmm. to where he is here. I bet the other five or six quarterbacks are all within the top 20. And Russ that then falls true. 40 spots to 61. So that's what I was going to say is I'm trying to think of, again, the process here. Mm-hmm. And when guys are ranking their top 20 players, I just don't think they're thinking of Justin Simmons. And so totally. I understand why he's fallen out. But I would think that they would think of Russell Wilson. In fact, let me ask you this. If we were to do a redraft right now of the entire NFL, where does Russell Wilson go? Top 10. At least top 15, in my opinion. Yeah. So, like, the guys who aren't quarterbacks that are getting drafted, let's just go there. Aaron Donald? No. Not not before Russell Wilson. You don't think he's getting done? Too old. Not before Russ. Okay, then He almost retired this offseason. No no one is. I agree. I agree. No one is getting drafted. So, he's he's getting picked, like, number seven. What about, like, Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence is 22, 23? Sure, you can make an argument for that. No chance I'm taking Trevor Lawrence over Russell Wilson. That would make a GM think long and hard. It would, it would, it would. And you and you could go with a lot of young quarterbacks and that you that's would at thing. least have to have the conversation about. Like you could even maybe have like a Kyler Murray conversation. Um, it nope. just depends on what your window, what you're trying yeah, to do. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, like we're gonna do a Madden fantasy draft <laughs> here in you know a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and Russ probably won't go that high because of how valued young players are. Now he's the quarterback of the Broncos. And yeah. we're in a fan of, in a league <laughs> yeah. of thirty-two Broncos fans, so maybe he will still go really high. Um, but I guess that's true. Youth matters if you were to redraft, but it doesn't really matter in this. If you were redrafting to just NFL play this season right. for this season, yeah, he's probably top fifteen. He's got to be top fifteen. So then, how does he end up at sixty-one? Exactly. Where? What's the issue? The, I mean, because again, it's that thing where it's like, in terms of just best players, not like most valuable players, but just like who is the best at football, best at what they do. It's like, yeah, in a vacuum, sixty-one. There's no way. Like, no. like, yeah. I mean, he's like a top two player on on a given team. Sixty-one. You know, six. That'd be sixty-four. Uh, like I think again, not in terms two. of value. If you yeah. bump him up because he's a quarterback, you can do that. And and the fact that he's going to be so far off from some of the other quarterbacks, There's yeah, you can be upset about that. Twenty teams that he would be the best player on. Yeah. But we've had this discussion though. Yeah. Like the, I think Stephon Diggs is better than Josh Allen. Yeah, that's crazy. Like again, like that's it's just that, that sort just of thing. Insane. Like Devontae that Adams is... is. Josh Allen's the best player in the NFL, in my opinion. At <sighs> worst, he's two. I. I, I Okay, so but, then but Henry, Aaron Donald, you got all these guys. Like, Henry's fine with Russell Wilson being sixty-one. Well, we'll put those words in his mouth. Oh boy, um, <laughs> like in a vacuum, is he a sixty-first best player? Sure. He clearly no thinks that Corey Lindsley, the Chargers center, is better than Russell Wilson. How did anyone put him on their list? I don't know. That is a fantastic <laughs> point. That is not a guy that comes to the top of your head. Like I only vaguely know who that is. Yes, I, yeah. I completely agree. He didn't allow a sack since week 20, 10 of 2020. It's impressive. Um, He's okay. a good player, but like... Let's go through some other guys. And, oh and Hank, and now, I, I'm not just... <laughs> I want you to be honest. Oh, here. yeah. Max Crosby. You would... I mean, Russell Wilson's better. Max okay. Crosby's what? The sixth what are you, best edge I, I want to know what scale you're rating on this. How good they are at what they do. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. so like he's the sixth best edge rusher. We got sixth best. 
we'll give the edge to Russell anyway. Mm. Russell Seems Wilson. Like no, no, no. Russell Wilson's better. Russell Wilson's us. better. We're not talking about uh, Darren Waller. According to what you just said, you'd have to. Go I think Darren, Darren Waller is overrated. Oh. Yeah. So you don't think he's this top six tight end? Well, again, but there's more of a drop off because it can't just be like yeah, one to one oh, all the no, way no, through. We're getting, oh, we're getting some Madden ratings. We're thinking here. Madden ratings. Okay. Madden ratings. Waller's probably in the 90s. Yes, definitely. It probably is. I don't think he should be. Okay. But I th- he's really it's good. A lot of inconsistency. I think he's probably the sixth best. That's okay. fair. So, he's also old. So you're going, you're saying Darren Wall is overrated, but do you think he should be? Rated? He should not be in front of Russ. Okay. All right. Good. A lot of inconsistencies here. Kyler Murray. No. Oh, Russell's geez. better. Mm, Xavier Howard. Probably Xavier Howard. Back. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I, don't, I think he's overrated. He's good. Uh, Joe. <laughs> he's good. <laughs> jo- or Joel. Bit uh, Betonio. Betonio, yes. Oh, the, the offensive linemen are tough. So hard to I cannot quantify. say that I've tuned in to Joel Betonio on any snap of his life. I've heard good things. I'll I'll say Russell Wilson's better based on not to. watching Joel yeah. Betonio. Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah, that's not a good one. That's he's not above him. Jeffrey he Simmons doing this. Jeffrey <laughs> yeah. Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons. Remember, Jeffrey Simmons won a game. He beat the Bills. With that play to stop Josh Allen on fourth down last year, you remember that? Yeah, no, he's made some How is he in front of Max Crosby? He's like, I would put him in like the nice young player category. Exactly. You could argue he's like the third best defensive end in football. Yeah, Yeah, eight and a half sacks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, as a as a defensive lineman, that's really good. But I mean, he's outside for a defensive lineman. No, he's big. He's three hundred plus pounds. Okay, is he really? Yes, he is. He's technically a defensive tackle. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So he's eight and a half sacks. I take really Max good. Crosby. Uh, Mike Evans. No I mean, not the radio personality. Mike Evans has any. Uh, the, uh, this is probably going to come back to bite me if I say it, so I'm not going to say it. Just say it. I'll <laughs> say Mike <laughs> Evans has underachieved with Tom Brady. Mm. I changed what I said. See, now I know you're going to pull up from yeah, stats. I know yeah. exactly. His stats are insane. Like, I don't I believe. Th- you've got to say he's a top five receiver, and receiver is such a crazy deep position. It, do you See, have to say I that? I do agree with you, Ryan. No, he he's is not much a lower. top five receiver. What is, that is what true. Stats say Only like a thousand last year. Okay, all right. That's I was scared. Yeah, I mean, that's, I was scared that's you're gonna be like, he had Wilson. 140 catches and 1900 receiving yards or something. I was like, what? It didn't feel like that. He no. really has underperformed with Brady. Yes. Okay. That is good. Crazy. I'm glad. I'm glad that the vibes told me the right thing. Tom Brady has a 123 quarter or quarterback rating when targeting Evans. Yeah, I mean, he's very, I would say, efficient. As mm-hmm. a wide receiver, mm-hmm. but he's averaging seventy-two catches a season with Tom Brady. How many rece- or targets is he averaging though? Because my guess know. is Tom's just spreading it out. Because Tom's getting his. That's fair. Targets, um, twenty. Wow, his targets are way down since Tom got there. Yeah. Uh, one hundred nine last year. One fourteen or one fourteen last year. One hundred nine in twenty twenty. So still right around a seventy percent catch rate. For I guess example, something. in two thousand sixteen, he had one hundred and seventy three targets. It's Jameis, baby, <laughs> <laughs> feeding him. Uh, okay, Matt Judon. Yeah, Judon's not better. Okay, uh, and then Alvin Kamara. Hmm. See that is they a feel tough like one. Equals to me. I think that that is fair, like especially Alvin because Kamara is the Russell Wilson of running backs. I I would agree with that. Hmm. I would agree with that. How so? Explain yourself. It's like you you <clears> absolutely <throat> love to have him. He's effective in almost every way, um, but he's not the best. You know, there's better out there. Yeah. You know, there's better out there. And sometimes they can play to be the look like the best. Yep. 
for sure. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't put a single one of those people in front of Russell Wilson. And Hank, you said a couple. Like maybe yeah, Max. No, I said not Max Crosby. There was one, Mike wasn't Evans? there? No, yeah, there were a couple. Camara. There were a couple. There were a couple. Come, I swear. I swear too. I can't remember who they were though. But yes, there were. And so that not is Lindsay. just right now. They released the other yeah. ones, I believe, at the end of this coming weekend. Uh, and I imagine there's going to be a lot of guys that we would disagree with on there. Probably some more centers, some more guards. Who is voting for these guys? I know. <laughs> but th- there's other stuff though where it's like. Justin Tucker, 94th best player in the NFL. Like, I get that it's hard to put him somewhere, but it's just crazy to me that that's where he winds up. Just say no. Because it's just like, what is happening? Just write it on the top of the sheet. In what world is anybody coming out saying like, yeah, Justin Tucker, I think 94 is probably his number if I had to rank him among NFL players. Well, because that's not what they just give the top 20. So he he makes it into the top 100. I think there has to be some sort of editorial process in this. Uh, Like, no one put him in their top 20. I bet people put him number one. I think, think yeah, I I think so. I think there were probably a decent amount of people that did. And then the majority of people just did not remember him. See, what the Broncos need to do, and maybe I can help them with this, is come up with the top 20 players on the Broncos, and every single player just writes that in <laughs> right. when they get their sheets, and you'll have <laughs> almost every player in in the wow. top 100. So what you're saying is Broncos players don't respect their fellow teammates. You know, wow. losing. T- I bet you there's also something to losing teams in week 13 or whatever week these you know people come are so not here for the bullshit that they're just like mad they're already in bad mood these people come in they're like hey will you fill this out and they're just like no and so i bet you of the 50 63 broncos or i guess now it's what 68 in the locker room um of the 68 broncos in the locker room 85 I would, right now oh, oh you mean during that, yeah, 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 with yeah. the yep. extended yep. practice squad um i would guess that 15 or less turned in a sheet I would mm-hmm. say that's probably right just for every team, though. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. <laughs> then there has to be someone on the back end who's saying, like, eh, we're in, like, like, um, like, Aaron Donald's 22nd? No, we're going to bump him up to two. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I kind of have a feeling that happens. <laughs> yeah, and it, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised either. And then Justin falls 20 spots below Russell Wilson to number 81. And wasn't he 40 last so, year? 41. 41. So, okay, how? How? He had a better season. But well, we know how. We don't need to go down how That's again true. because the whole thing is dumb. But yeah, I mean, look at the, like Antoine Winfield Jr., another safety, a worse safety. Yes. How? Like we don't rhetorical how, but that's just so <laughs> stupid. Yeah, this this list is it's, it's awful. Like as a society, we need to we need to like discredit it. Four spots in front of Mac Jones. I love Mac Jones, but that is not how this should be. Yeah. Well, if we're talking quarterbacks to safeties, <laughs> one is the most important position in all sports. And safety, there's a reason why a lot of safeties aren't paid super top dollar. Mm-hmm. It's going to be funny when Matt Patricia ruins Mac Jones. He's not going to ruin him. Matt, uh, Mac Jones is going to persevere through whatever they do. All right. My least favorite thing about all this, though, Kirk Cousins is on this list. Because I don't care who you are. You can't say that Kirk Cousins is good. And, and like that's Kirk the part is like in, Kirk stats. Cousins is good. Kirk no, Cousins, Kirk Zach, Cousins no, is he's good. not good. Yes, he is. He's good. He's not great. He's good. He's good. Oh, he's yeah. not good. He is good, but he pretty much got Mister Irrelevant. Uh, so Henry, you can feel good about that, isn't if, he? Ninety nine on this. Yeah, list? but if like Kirk Cousins yeah. smoked weed and had long hair. He would be Jake Plummer, <laughs> who was a practice today. Oh by the way. wow. I, okay, I can't go down that road. That <laughs> might be fair. 
But like, it's, it's just like, what? He's not like, are people sitting there thinking like, hmm, who is really, really good at football? Kirk Cousins? I didn't say really, really good. I said no, no, good. you know. I know. Because How I'm many here. great players are, are there in the NFL? Are there 100? Great? Ah, uh, so that's three a team. Wow. Yeah, there are. So then Kirk Cousins probably shouldn't be in there. Um, no. Okay, well then no, let's truly go to Mr. Irrelevant here. Also, I was a little bit exaggerating with that Jake Plummer thing, but it doesn't feel that far off. <laughs> okay, guess who Mr. Irrelevant is. Truly Mr. Irrelevant. It fits here. Think more so position. There's a punter on here? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe even more irrelevant in today's game. Fullback. Mm, Use check. Yeah, yep. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, like, you know how that happens. It's like there's three guys, more than that, 15 guys who say, you know what? Kyle Juszczyk is a top five player in the NFL. He just doesn't get the respect because he's a fullback. And then nobody else included him at all. He you, probably deserves to be on here, I think. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. top player. You guys want to know what the most electric thing that's happened so far in the preseason is? What's that? It's punt god. With his first <laughs> punt in the NFL hitting an 82-yard punt. Yes, that is, that is for sure. Like, imagine you're... Is he on the Bills? Yeah. Yep. Imagine you're a Bills fan, and you go to a preseason game, and you're already, like, bummed. You're like, we have to watch Case goddamn Keenum yeah. play today. And then you're like, well, at least we get to see punt God. And then he comes out on the field, and you get all hyped about it, and then he hits an 82-yard <laughs> bomb. Yeah. That's the mo- like that's the most excited anyone's been in the preseason for any team. It's so true. And the commentators too. Mm-hmm. Like like they just build and it's like it's still going. Wow, he really got hold of that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like all oh, day. That's the most excited they got all game. At one point the the second announcer the uh, the uh, play by no not the the analyst just goes, "What?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you see Pat McAfee get a hold of it and uh man, he goes all out on it. Then there was a bunch of dumb people on Twitter who were like wasn't even worth it touchback and it's like no that's a net 62 right. yard punt. <laughs> right still incredible if he did that every punt forever you'd be the best punter of all time wow mm-hmm. <laughs> just yep. like you know like he, and he lost 20 yards on that punt yep exactly yeah, yeah that... and the thing about race is that like he still hasn't figured out how to put it in a specific spot which will come back to bite him at some point but just being able to flip the field every single time you're just like any spot on the why field. not yeah why not Put and him at have, the 20 every time. And you have Josh Allen as your quarterback, so you don't have to worry about that too much. It's true. Yeah. That's actually kind of a bummer for him. Yeah. Yeah, too bad he's not on the Broncos <laughs> of last year. Yeah, he should have gone to, you know, the Jags. <laughs> right, right. Then he really would have <laughs> been able to jerseys. break records. Yep. Um, we get to see him this week. That's exciting. We do. Yep. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, in the end here, this is a silly list. But, okay, I want to say that Pat Sertan's going to make it on there, but I won't. Let's let's do this and try to remember it for one year from now when we're mad about oh this boy. one. Or maybe we're happy about it next year. How many players make it next year? Let me answer that question right after I tell you about our friends over <laughs> at DraftKings nice. Sportsbook. While looking into the future, you can get $200 in free bets by betting $5 on any college football team. That's all you have to do. Win or lose on that team you bet. Just bet $5 and new users get $200 in free bets, which then you can use later that day on more college football. You can use it on week one in the NFL. You can use it on preseason Broncos games. You can do whatever you want with it, but you can get $200 in your account 
right away. So head to the App Store now, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get the $200 in free bets by betting $5 on any college football team. That's code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. One per new customer, minimum $5 deposit and wager, $200 issued as eight. $25 $25 free bets for six and supply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And Breckenridge Brewery. <laughs> um, we had a... Well, I didn't have any Breckenridge beers, but it actually Not sucked for me. one? No. Because wow. you think like, okay, I'll drink one at some point. I don't want to do it now. Mm. And it's certainly not going to be when Lindsay's yelling, Henry, come do a shot. And I was like, well, that's not going to be my one drink. And like, you go by a cooler and it's like, well, I don't want the first one. So I just never really got around to it. That's a shame. It is a shame. But I drink enough for you, though. I'm sure. Did you drink enough for me as well? I, my day started with me taking a giant chunk of ice. Some might even call it an iceberg. Wow. And moving it from one like container of ice to another one. And I just like assumed I could just drop it and nothing bad would happen. And I was hoping that it would like break the ice up. Instead, it just stabbed the side of a beer. Wow. So then I just... just shotgunned it was it harder to pick up because of the weight or the slipperiness neither it was easy to pick up because he's That's strong shame, henry <laughs> and he has very rugged hands uh i would Can't say bit- i have pretty soft hands weird okay well breckenridge brewery you guys should be drinking all their beers come out to the tailgates and drink them um or just go to breckbrew.com and use the beer locator you get to put in your zip code click on whatever you want to try and it'll tell you where to go all right. Also, a reminder to come out to the tailgate. Like I just mentioned, it's fun. You could shotgun a bear too. Um, come on out, drink your some Breck brews, hang out with us, play on the new DNVR cornhole boards, which were an absolute hit. Um, check out the DJ, drink some Breckenridge Distillery, eat some Mile High Sliders, which the reviews on the Mile High Sliders were out of this world. Yeah, yeah, those are good. So come down. Uh, we've got one more preseason tailgate before we get it popping for the regular season. Uh, and yeah, I'm gonna get oh, 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 wait, this what? might be breaking oh. news. This might be breaking news. I've got oh, some shit. breaking news, so you hit me first. I know, Zach's. This is <laughs> this is not 100% official, so you know, I'm, this is like uh, sources are telling me, okay, according to people around the league, okay, some have said potentially that next tailgate we're doing a bus. And why that would be notable is those who go on that bus would be the first people to get a look at the new DNVR bar. Wow. How about that? Can I yes. look first? Um, you can. Yes. Yes. yes you can. Wow. I love Let's it. Go. So keep an eye out for that. If you see the bus, that means you're going to be the first one of one of the first 56 to see if you sign up for that bus to see the inside, the, the new Look, DNVR bar. Mm, I can't wait. I can't wait. And uh, some other breaking news. Bigger or smaller? Um, Smaller. Okay. Uh, not really relating to the Broncos. Drew Locke may have taken the spot ahead of Geno Smith oh. for the Seahawks' number one job. I thought you were going to say he's one of their of first now. five cuts. He, no, wow. <laughs> that would be Bring something. That would be something. Uh, Drew is now taking the first team reps for the first time, I believe, out there in Seattle. Love, you love to see it. I so hope. As much as I do still think it's going to be Geno Smith, I would love Drew Locke against Russell Wilson week one. Oh, my gosh. I... There, the, the problem is that like it, it's, a, it's a small thing, but one out, of one, ev- one out of every 100 rolls of that dice ends in 
misery. And if and we're just... calling that one out of 100, I think Geno Smith is like one out of 1,000. Okay. No, I think Geno gives him a better shot. To win. Uh, really? Yeah. I th- I th- That's why I think he's going to be their starting quarterback. Yeah. I don't even think it comes down to being good, though. It comes down to that being Drew Locke, and so just something weird could happen. I mean, it's, it's, it's just it's, it's like PFF put out yesterday in the first preseason game when he had a clean pocket. Yeah, Drew yeah. Locke was yep. 10 for 12, you know, 100 yards, two touchdowns. Oh, when, when he, he didn't, didn't have, have a clean, clean pocket, he fumbled the game away. <laughs> yes. And that just, that happens with Drew, and we all had to live totally. it. Yeah, like I said yesterday, the PTSD that I got from watch from reading the Drew yeah. versus Gino posts actually almost sent me into a dark place. <laughs> yes, a uh, a dark space is what the Broncos were talking about today oh. because uh, the dark side, yes, the, like, the, like line. the defensive line, and now the entire defense is kind of embracing. DJ Jones said uh, the reason it's dark side is because when guys get on the field. They're told to go to a dark space because that's where you're supposed to play football on defense. And so what does a dark space mean for DJ Jones? It means he doesn't say a word on the field. He says, if I were mic'd up, you wouldn't get a peep out of me. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> wow. I thought you were supposed to like communicate. That's, I guess not as a defensive is, lineman. Is, is that, <laughs> what happens if he has a question? No, no questions. Like, he around is very clear that he does not speak in games. I mean, all he really needs to do is like feel which side Josie Jewel touches him on the butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess. I, just, I keep imagining him like turning around, like with his mouth closed, trying to figure <laughs> out what's going on. You just go like this, and they would know. Ah, uh, yeah, you'd use your know hands. But I mean, if we saw the dark side last week against the Cowboys, I think it's working. Do you think Nathaniel Hackett had anything to do with this, or like, did they just accidentally make a Star Wars reference? No, it, w- it was Coach Dixon, the defensive line coach, who came up mm. with it. Did you know that there's a golf ball brand company called Dixon? So then it's just Dixon balls. Wow, Dixon <sighs> balls. That was probably very intentional when they came up with the name. I, it's like recycled golf balls. Like I don't even know if they did that on purpose. I think just the guy who started it was named Dixon. Right, come on. They for sure did that on purpose. <laughs> I don't think so. It makes it so much funnier to me that they didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> well, well, I'll let you live in that world. All right. All right, so they came up with the dark side, which I assume has a little bit to do with George Lucas and Nathaniel Hackett. Yes. Yeah, probably. Which I, I embrace. Yeah. Makes it a little harder for us to make a shirt out of it. Yeah, especially <laughs> since they've made a shirt yeah, out of it. Yeah. 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 So. <clears throat> um, and what were we talking Your about? Your question again? was how many guys oh, in yes. one year from now oh. are going to be on the top 100? So I'm going to include these two guys. Yep. I'm going to include Pat Sertan. Okay, three. You got to start with Draymond Jones, of course, oh. because he's putting himself on there. Oh, I'm just going to say kidding. he's not on there. <laughs> um, uh, could be Cortland Sutton. I was going to go Judy first. I was going to go Judy, but C.D. Lamb on this list, I think, is better than Cortland and better than Jerry. He's 95, so I'm not going to put a wide receiver on there this year. I don't think I think you're looking at it wrong. CD's just being undervalued. I think so too. I like, think so too. Um, all right. I, I'm putting both Jerry and Cortland on there. <laughs> oh wow! wow. How? Wh- wh- who else? Um, so there's five, right? Yep. And Javante. Six. Yep. Javante is gonna be my last one. I'll to go think five. Of, 
anyone else could get on there. It's not. I mean, Randy Gregory, Bradley Chubb, between the two of them, one's healthy. Maybe, maybe. No, not Alberto. Definitely uh, not Alberto. I mean, they, if you're gonna go <laughs> offensive lineman, you're going Garrett Bowles, but I'm not willing to do that, especially because of numbers. He's probably gonna give up sacks and, and get holding penalties this year as well. Be a good bet. Um, DJ Jones just not sexy enough of a position to gain mm-hmm. notoriety. Um, so I think that's probably it. I'm just going three though. You're just adding Pat. I'm just adding Pat. I'll I think all five. these guys are going to be higher though. Double the wins, but only up up the. Uh... Okay. You'll have three top fifty guys. Oh, maybe, maybe a receiver slides in there. Okay. But if Jerry it is, would get I'm in going, really easily if, if he it was is, just I'm good. going Jerry. Everyone knows exactly. Jerry. Everyone likes Jerry. But C- but CD Lamb. Everyone also Oklahoma. knew C. Yeah, but everyone knew him. He had so much draft type. And he had he's had really good seasons. Well, I guess not really good. He had 1,100 yards last year. Mike Evans at 53. Jalen Waddell at 63. Yeah, okay. I'll say Jerry gets in in the bottom Let's 50. go. Jalen Waddell was... He was so underappreciated last year. He was incredible. Yeah. Not talked about nearly enough. No, no, not at all. It's because he's playing in Miami. Yeah, it's true. And that's going re- to... I'm surprised he made the list, actually, just with Miami getting any love didn't he set the rookie receptions record yeah okay now let let me flip this outside of the guys that are on the list now plus pat so russ justin and pat if you got to choose one other guy to make it who would you choose so if this guy makes it it's the best case for the broncos yep so you can choose uh andrew beck to make it if you thought that was going to help the team the most. <laughs> I think it's Jerry. Hmm. Honestly, this just means that like Jerry finally lived up to his potential. He was healthy all year. He was Russ's guy. And now you feel so good about the future of the wide receiver room. Hmm. Okay, I like that. There's so many good options. Even even like a Quinn Minards. It's like if he made it on, that'd be kind of dope. Henry, no. He'd be no so value. good. But, but that's not where I'm going. That's not where I'm going. And I want to say this. One really good offensive lineman doesn't help you that much yeah but i don't think you're getting on this list what i'm saying is you're it's on a the good collective line. of the whole group that matters i think the collective gets factored in. like you gotta be on a good line i feel like to get on there that's but I don't probably know. true um oh i blanked oh kj hamler that's a good one. Oh wow that's if a, he made it on yeah i mean you're reaching deep into the bucket for that one like I think it's really, really rare. Like, oh, totally really unlikely that he makes it. Absolutely. Or Jonas Griffith. That'd be the other one. Oh, man. Dude, arm gonna, brace Jonas is going to be sick. Baron I'm Browning. I'm going to take a different route. I'm going to go Randy Gregory because uh, that oh, means okay. he was healthy. That okay. means he had, you know, at least 12 sacks, if not 15. And then it, it probably means that someone else on the other side was really good to help him out. Mm-hmm. And, man, just having him on defense because putting that with the offense I think would be so good. I have been thinking a lot about balance lately. Um, wow. And I think Javante Williams would be huge if he was if he was this guy. Um, because, I don't know, like if there's one weakness to some of these great teams, it's balance. They don't have it. Chiefs don't have it. The Bills don't have it. Uh, the Bucks don't really have it. They did uh, two years ago. They kind of got away from it last year. And I think while the Rams weren't very balanced, they at least had the the idea that they were balanced. You know what I mean? 
Um, and I think that's an important thing for the Broncos to keep in mind. Like, I thought the Rams ran the ball, if I remember correctly, ran the ball pretty darn well in the Super Bowl. Um, so I think as much as I want to say let Russ cook, let Russ cook, I think that being balanced could be the Broncos' best weapon this year. It's just not going to come this year. I think it's going to come in the following years because they're going to let Russ cook. But you know a team that was secretly and quietly balanced last year? Who? The Green Bay Packers. Mm -hmm. Their running backs did a lot of good things. Now, not necessarily just through the running game, an extension of the passing game uh, as well, but they used that. uh, And that's something that I certainly think we're going to see. Aaron Rodgers said today that he thinks that both Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon can have 50 catches each this year. Mm Mm-hmm. And he fed, I don't remember who it was, but he fed one of them a lot last year. And he said, we got to have our best 11 guys on the field. So that means, in my mind, that they're going to be running a lot of two two running back sets. Yeah, probably. And if you got two running backs, just like the Broncos, I'd love to see two running back sets. Me too. Me too. Speaking of... You can of- be in the shotgun and have the threat of running both ways. It's the one thing about lining up in the shotgun a bunch that hurts you is the defense knows which way you want to run it, if you're going to run it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And and just before I forget, uh, speaking of Quinn Miners, he uh, had a really bad play in practice today. Uh, I'll say that. And a former offensive lineman that's in the media uh, said he's going to be benched by week four. So, Whoa! Wow. Um, and this is something that this person has been saying for a long time. This wasn't just after watching one play. Said uh, it's going to be Graham Glasgow's spot. So do you like this person's takes? Um, this person knows what they're talking about when it comes to offensive line. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I, there's a lot to choose from, so it's good because yeah. you're not really throwing anyone on the bus. Yeah. I honestly don't know. I have a guess. Okay. Um, interesting. I don't think that is true. I found that very interesting just because it seems like Quinn definitely has a job on lock now especially with Muti out uh for a couple of weeks he had actually had a procedure to his knee which we found out about yesterday so the offensive line set outside a right tackle and just a matter of time until billy turner's healthy right tackle Um, yeah yeah yeah. i'm hope you know i'm hoping calvin or cam fleming can hang on but i'm not (laughs) you're not not, hoping not too confident uh, about that yeah that would be not not a good thing to root for graham played really well in the preseason game he did. He was incredible. And it sounded like he was getting some first-team work today. That was on Twitter, oh, so I'll okay. just say that. Well, Thanks actually, no, I, I can say that because Lloyd Cushenberry, having a rest day, according to Nathaniel Hackett, he came to practice about half an hour late, um, not wearing his pads, so like that's, that, that's okay, uh, wearing a big sleeve on his right leg, and... Uh, when Nathaniel Hackett said he had a rest day, he said he's day to day. So, is th- so only one it, of those things can be true. Yeah. It made me say that. Yeah. Um, so that's something we're going to follow. Uh, could be a rest day if he's back tomorrow, but that's you, something I'm, I'm following. Could have a rest day while you're injured. Yeah, I guess. And he just chose to tell uh, some of the truth, not the full truth. And then uh, Wattenberg, the backup uh, center has a little ankle injury he's day-to-day so graham glasgow starting center today yeah i mean everything is lining up perfectly for graham glasgow he plays incredible in that game wattenberg absolutely does not moody now is dealing with this like this is kind of what it took for him to have a path to the roster and he's making the team because the contract also says it hmm 
Yeah, remember we went through this. He's, yeah, they can he, only save like a hundred thousand dollars. Oh cutting. yeah, no, I think it's even like ten thousand or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's even less. Yeah, but still, I mean, like, it's probably the same you save if you cut whoever. Yeah, I mean, he's making the team. Yep, I agree. Point, and probably, just a veteran. Yeah. yeah, and he's like really well liked. Yeah, he is, and he's really dry sense of humor. Fun. Yeah, yeah, I think him and uh, Nathaniel Hackett get along. No, great. I bet. Yeah, it's so funny because Nathaniel Hackett is by far the best coach we've had from a vibes perspective, mm-hmm. but also the worst we've had when it comes to injuries. Oh, so bad! And I think it's only going to get worse as like the injuries yep. get more important and more pressing with the season. The funniest thing was watching Gary Kubiak. Like, he didn't want to lie to people. Mm-hmm. He, like, really struggled to lie. <laughs> so then he would just be like, yeah, yeah, uh, Lloyd's got a knee thing. Or, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just today that he said he was he had a rest day, yet was day-to-day. <clears throat> Could get another rest day tomorrow. <laughs> All right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, anything else from practice today? Um, uh, I don't think so. Like, a lot of people on Twitter are, like, talking about things that happened. Like, the last play, the last drive, and then they were asking yeah. the players about it. Yeah, you want to tell that story? Okay, sure, sure. I guess I can can talk about the, the <laughs> last drive. And also, we 90% of the media was told, you cannot be tweeting these things. So I didn't. And so 90% of the media didn't. 10% either didn't hear, chose not to hear, or just truly weren't told. So there were 10% of people putting things out. Uh, did I mention Marquis Spencer went down? Uh, in practice you didn't uh was walked off but then went to the training room then was carted back to the to the main field training room so that's not good uh yeah would have been a very long walk so he got carted uh and then at the end of practice two minute drill not even two minute drill 37 seconds left on the clock offense has the ball okay i'm just going all in depth here offense has the ball at the 25 yard line they're down two. If anyone wants them to stop, just text me. I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> down two at the 25-yard line. Uh, so they need a field goal to yep. win. Offense yep. has one timeout. You know what happens on the first play? Sack. Interception. False start. Oh. So we're already saying we're sitting there. So one media member saying this is the defense should absolutely win this. And I'm saying I don't know. You need 35 yards, 37 seconds, probably offense. Patrick and Mahomes that does it with his left hand. Exactly. Then then the false start. I'm like, oh shit. Well, this isn't looking good. Yeah. But then what happens? They get to uh, there's 11 seconds left. They had already burned their timeout. They are on the 50 yard line. So a couple nice catches. Um, picked up 30 yards. Yeah, it got to, I would say, two nice catches with a lot of incompletions in there. Um, okay. So 11 seconds Stops left. Stops the clock. Yep. The, the clock is stopped on the 50. 11 seconds, zero timeouts. You want to know what the play was? Not a run. So I saw something about it being a pass over the middle. <laughs> uh, that was the one to set this up. Oh, okay. The, which is then when they called the timeout. Uh, QB draw. It was a little handoff to Melvin with no timeouts. Oh, God. 11 seconds left. So Melvin gets to the 40-yard line. And uh, this is, you remember the Dallas Cowboys, Dak yeah. Prescott, oh, yeah. Eagles game? It was exactly that. So then the offense is running up to the line. Clock hits zero. No one's, no one's set. So the defense is going crazy. They lose their mind. Then, like, you know, everything calms down a couple minutes later. They bring out Brandon McManus for a field goal, and McManus hits 
the 57 yard field goal and then so after practice it was actually pretty funny nathaniel hackett it took him like 10 minutes to talk to the media after practice and so the two guys we were talking to jerry judy and dj jones just came and sat with the media for for those that that time and dj was saying oh no way did they get that off and so hackett was asked about it he said uh would the offense have got that off and dj jones sitting with us goes nope (laughs) (laughs) but in my opinion no they were not getting that off. What do you, uh, they either got it off or they didn't. They did not get it off. So <laughs> it, 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 Hackett said something like, well, if there weren't some other factors there, we would have been able to get it off. You know, I'm slower to get to the line to set the ball. But there were just oh, offensive linemen and wide receivers not set. And obviously you can't take a penalty there. You're not going to so be able to run only- 10 yards and, and in 11 seconds and get a spike. Maybe five. Probably not. Yeah. This is this is one of those things that like, if someone did that against me in Madden, I would be laughing into the microphone. Yeah, yeah, yes. Like you throw it to the sidelines; it's the only option. Yeah, and it, in and fact, it, I would rather have an incompletion and just try the sixty-seven yard field goal than even consider anything that could keep the clock running. Because at least then you're going to be able to try a field goal. Unless, Whereas this one, you don't even give yourself a shot. The one thing that maybe you could discuss in the in the huddle is a quarterback draw where there, you have to have talked about this before. And so, like, this has to come from the coaches. No further than six yards, something like that. You know what I mean? So no matter how much space you have, I need you to get down at six. Everyone, no one go past six yards, so you can just line right back up, spike it. But even then, at 11 seconds, I wouldn't try uh, it. I wouldn't no. be willing to try it. And it's good that they did this in practice to either, one, A, find out that they're never going to do this in a game, or B, find out, okay, the offensive linemen and wide receivers, they weren't necessarily ready to get up to the line, so we need to practice on working on that because it just it did not seem like that. Uh, it didn't look like uh, Melvin knew exactly how many yards he should or shouldn't go. The offensive line didn't necessarily know that they should follow the play right after. It just it wasn't That's... polished. And so you either hope that in the next 27 days they practice that a couple more times or they just scratch that from their playbook. Wow. That's fun. That is not as bad, but it reminds me of when um, <laughs> Mark Sanchez oh, took yikes. a knee when he was supposed to spike oh, it in yikes. the two-minute drill. <laughs> and oh. the defense just shockingly goes crazy. They're, they're like just shocked and then just go nuts. They're just Screaming, keep to leave <laughs> yeah. TJ Ward, yeah. Chris Harris Jr., just yeah. running down the field <laughs> <Yeah>. screaming. <laughs> oh, that was bad. But I mean, why? That was kind of the beginning of the end for all of the Sanchez. Yeah. Why, Mark? Why would? What's the miscommunication there? I just, it's not. It can't even be communication. It's just a full-on brain fart. Totally. Yeah. He just gets the ball. And is like, oh. Oh shit! I just did that. If he like, did it's that, almost like he pressed the wrong button from the special team. Right, right, right. Yeah. If he did that in a game, would that be worse than the butt fumble? A hundred percent. Oh yeah. It would be the most embarrassing play in, in sports history. <laughs> yeah. With two <laughs> seconds left, I mean, a chance to kick a field goal to win, and your quarterback takes <laughs> a knee. <laughs> you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it more, I can kind of see it. Like the yeah. formation is all the same. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be so bad. <laughs> this is completely random, but I just thought of it. The other night I was playing Madden, and I was running the ball in with Josh Allen, and I forgot that the line of scrimmage was the one-yard line. So 
I was running, but like the mm. uh, the receivers were all still eligible. But I wanted to press X to dive into the end zone. <laughs> this is like the very last play of the game. So I press X to dive into the end zone, and he just goes to throw it. But at, in his throwing motion, no the ball way. crosses the plane, and they call it a touchdown, and he just throws it into the ground. It's like he just spiked it simultaneously as he was crossing the plane, and I won. It was just a very uh, early celebration. Yes. He was celebrating wow. early. Yes. Wow, that's pretty good. I saw it happening like all in slow motion, too, in my head. And I'm you're like, just like, oh, no. Shit. The touchdown banner comes across the top. Wow. Did you need the touchdown? It was for the win. Wow. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. Uh, okay. Something else that's huge is our friends over at Colorado Golf Association <laughs> are putting on a huge <laughs> raffle. I'm telling you guys. A these... huge raffle for Dixon Balls. <laughs> <laughs> wow. A huge Dixon Balls raffle. And you can get in on the prizes, including Wailea Beach Golf Course in, in Maui, uh, Whistling Straits, Naples Golf Tour, and Palm Beach Golf Tour, as well as a $5,000 gift card to Bandon Dunes. So if you want to get in on this, go to coloradogolf.org to get your tickets today not only helps you potentially win you can also help out the cga community programs which include two great programs so check them out over at coloradogolf.org to get your tickets and the american raptors <laughs> um this weekend is their big tournament that we've been talking about for quite a while it's finally happening mm -hmm. the the uh, 10th annual rugby town sevens tournament starts on friday and runs through sunday um it's an awesome thing they put on there's teams from all over the country there's 20 teams from all over the world um they've got food trucks they've got an arcade they've got um, a prize of ten thousand dollars for the winner it's a really cool thing so head over to rugbytownsevens.com and grab some tickets there you go all right shall we jump into the questions let's do it also the raiders just released demarcus robinson actually thought he was kind of good hmm. he wasn't yeah, bad that league yeah. <laughs> i think he was he had like He's a just decent big. 40 time for yeah. his size i don't know maybe, oh no actually not four five nine okay um let's jump into questions i think we have a couple super chats to hit just one all right that's let's a do good it. one uh our hack said i would hope in a real game scenario russell would be in the huddle reinforcing the clock and what needs to be executed keeping things top of mind oh yeah but also above that people did point out uh kirk cousins uh, who Zach says is good, once uh, once kneeled instead of spiking the ball with five seconds left. No way. <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah. Yep. How about that? Uh, in an NFL game? Yep. Yep. It was the end of a half, so not the end of the world, but, at, I mean, there wow. he is. Washington, apparently. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> wait what that is so embarrassing he gets off tries to run with it how is that not as famous as the butt fumble because it was end of half yeah it doesn't even matter but that's why he took three Dude. points off the board with yeah. just incompetence you think anybody was watching washington play philadelphia back in the day nobody no that's why he's not great henry that's why he's, that's good. Why he's not great that's why wow yeah jake Plummer would never even if he was no. high on mushrooms <laughs> <laughs> i wonder <laughs> Wait, what was the super chat? Oh yeah, uh, Russell would have told hope them. Russ would would no. If you would hope that happens in practice, I was gonna say yeah. You definitely don't save that for game time. There's you know, no time to huddle. I would assume too. Well, the, they did. They, they took like, the time out. Early on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did have time to. Huddle. Oh yeah, yeah. there was. So they huddled, and I mean, it, it was a failure on everyone. If if you're able to let the clock run out, that's a failure on everyone on the field and the coaching staff. 
Yeah, I mean, to me, it definitely starts with the play call, unless Russ checked out of it. I, don't I think, guess Russ I don't calls think the Russ... plays in the two minute. I guess. I guess. <laughs> oh, jeez. It is oh. more possible to lose track of the situation in practice than it is in a game. I'll say that. I just put this together, though. Um, in a different answer, Hackett did say that he let some of the other coaches, including Justin Outen, call plays in practice in the end of game, end of half situations. Wow. How about wow. the Kyler Murray thing? Yeah, that's nuts. Like, that is... What's happening in Arizona is a straight-up soap opera. It, it's all about to fall apart. Yeah, it is. Did you see, though, that Kyler only called the two drives in the fourth quarter? So, the whole, just whole big thing, they wanted him to call plays because he was saying that the play caller, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury, is no good at calling plays. Well, no, so he he's, basically like, said, Cliff suck was it. saying that he like rolls his eyes whenever his play calls yeah. come in. He's like, I want to show him how hard it was. Exactly. Never say that publicly, anyways. But no. then what happened was... The Cardinals put up 36 points in that game, the most in a- any preseason game so far. And the two drives that Kyler called were both three and outs. And negative three. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know the added know. twist to it of that yes. he only called the those two drives. Yeah. Yes, I didn't yes. realize so after we talked about that. It was only in the fourth quarter. Oh, damn. Now, again, you know, who was the quarterback? Who, were the, who was the line? But... I can't believe... How does that get out? What like another, he just told the media that. What another awful look for Kyler. Yes. That his head coach is saying he rolls his eyes when he gets the play call. And then said, like, I'll show him. Oh. And then told everyone about it. And then went out and failed at doing it. Yes. And then today, Kyler just breaks the news that he's not playing this weekend. Did you see that? No way. No they're like, way. They're like, if you play, like, what would you like to see out there? He just goes, I'm not playing. Oh, wow. But, like, Cliff hadn't said that yet. Wow. They have the in-season hard knocks, too. Yep. So, like, starting a couple months, there's a hard knocks with the oh. Cardinals, and it's going to be incredible. Did they pick the right team? Oh, yeah. I have to assume. I don't know. Ky- Kyler's there now. So yes, Cliff's he is. going oh. soon. Yep. And he just signed an extension, so that means he's just going to get paid on his way up. Lincoln Riley? Ooh. That, I mean, that's basically the same guy, but better. Yeah. And, Ky- and the Kyler connection. Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah, of course. Everyone can afford it. Yeah. I mean, Lincoln's making, what, $20 yeah. million a year now? No, it's ten. just 10. I think it's, it's 10. like 100 mil for and 10 years. Belichick makes the most, and his is like 10. Well, John Gruden was 10 for 100. Oh, 10 that's for right. 100. Yeah. You got you the Lincoln Riley. Well, I guess Lincoln Riley got the John got Gruden the John deal. Gruden. Yeah, you have to. I mean, you have to find the Kyler whisperer, and that's got to be Lincoln. Lincoln was the everybody whisperer, though, which means he might just be the best coach there is. Like, it could be that you he's, just plug him in there. He's great. He's not. He's not the best coach that is. <sighs> Offensively, he's my number one. I think that he's going to fail at USC. Mm, I, I love that. Really, really quick, speaking of uh, the Kyler thing. Just because I want that to happen. Yeah. That's the only reason oh, I think. Of course. Oh, yeah. So we D- know. <laughs> DJ Jones was, like I said, was hanging out with the media a little before, and some media member was like, hey, ask him if you're going to play this weekend. Ask, like, Hackett if you're going to play this weekend. He said, I already know the answer to that. And then didn't say more. <laughs> wow. Um, which maybe we'll kind talk about an, tomorrow. It kind of annoys me that that person said that to him. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. I can tell you okay. that. <laughs> uh, first comment from Bronk Oilers. Am I right in thinking that we've seen a bit different of Ho- Coach Hackett over the past few days? His demeanor seems to shifted to be more serious and businesslike and a little less happy-go-lucky golden retriever energy that he normally exudes. Uh, is this just a product of getting closer to the season? Did he realize or did someone tell him that he needs to shift gears of his energy a little bit? Is he a little more concerned about the performance of the team? Curious to hear your thoughts. Um, I think this is an astute observation. 
And I think it's a combination of a couple things. You've got, you know, he has to deal with people who like tell DJ Jones to ask him silly little questions every day. Um, I think, I think naturally, first of all, I don't think coaches should have to talk to the media every day. And I think it's, it's a lose lose for both sides. And I think that the coaches get tired of the media really fast. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I just think that like Nathaniel Hackett is a, like, He's a funny, goofy, you know, dude, but he's a serious, like, football guy at heart. And I think he feels football getting closer, and it's, you know, it's making him a little more serious. Yeah, it certainly has shifted, though. Yeah. Yep. Don't make the coaches talk. Three times a week is fine. Well, yeah, I guess he is five times a week. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah, yeah. It's too much. Uh, he goes on and says, also as a proud Canadian, I've got to agree with RK on his maple syrup take. Wow, I did not expect that. That's wild. I found the best thing to do is get a really cheap Canadian maple syrup, which basically just tastes like liquefied maple candy. The fancier stuff people tend to buy and find at stores in the U.S. has a really woody, almost smoky flavor to it that I don't care for. Great point. And also, it's the te- it's the um, it's too thin. Like true maple syrup is like really thin. It's almost uh. like the consistency of like bourbon. Um, and like, I like that thick, yeah, I do like sugar a in syrup. a bottle syrup, <laughs> but I'm confused. He's, he's saying, uh, he's agreeing with me. still getting Canadian they maple syrup. probably don't syrup, sell though. Aunt Jemima syrup in Canada. <laughs> I, w- I would think that's worldwide. I would think it's worldwide. <laughs> it probably is, but, uh, I don't know. I think that Canadians, they probably have like the same thing. It's just in a bottle that says maple syrup and it's much cheaper. Canadian maple syrup. Yeah. yeah, fair, fair. Boozy says, my boys, I cannot stand by idly and listen to this slander of our national treat. <laughs> maple syrup is delicious and downright nutritious compared to your chemicals. Y'all call syrup. Open your eyes. This year, I will make the long pilgrimage from the frozen tundra up north to the great DNVR bar 2.0. I'll have to leave a liter or two behind. I have a logistics question for you guys regarding my trip this year in October and November. I'm trying to have the most DNVR long weekend possible. (laughs) Do you guys throw tailgates for Avs, Nuggets, Buffs, Rams, home games? Thanks for all you do. Go DNVR, Hank, and all the OGs. Don't forget to love each other. P.S. You don't need to read this on the pod. Okay, it's for IT. Okay. Um, so, yes, we have lots of different things. I would say, so, October, November, both are both Nuggets and Avs going to? Yeah. Yeah. And Mid-October. By the, yeah, by, yeah. So, I don't think we're doing a Buffs tailgate this year. We did do one last year, experimented with a little bit. But I'll say this. Uh, I'll cordially invite you to my family's tailgate if you want to come to the Buffs game. Hey. Um, then... You go back to the bar for like a nighttime abs or nuggets game. Um, then you come for the tailgate. Uh, you, you do the bus on Sunday. And then you come back and maybe the other team that's not the nuggets or abs Ooh, is playing at the bar yeah. right <laughs> alongside Sunday night football. That's probably the most DNVR weekend you can have. Dang, that sounds amazing. I wonder if that's going to happen. Could happen. Maybe. Well, uh, let us know when you're coming out. I guess look for that. Look for a Saturday and Sunday where the abs and nuggets alternate. And then an, hopefully it's like an earlier Buffs game, which I guess you won't know until two weeks out. So you can't plan on that one. You just have to cross your fingers for so it. Terrible. Um, and then you could do it. You could get the whole quadfecta there. Nuggets and Av schedules aren't out yet, are they? They're no. slowly they like dropping the end. Nuggets of schedule game. comes out tomorrow. There we go. Okay, so, so you'll be able to plan tomorrow. I think Av schedule is out, or did they just release who they play on opening? It night? is out. 
Okay, that was the whole thing. Yeah. All right. There we go. Boom. Tomorrow you can make your plans. Colin from Mullins. Our guy says, I'm indeed from Australia. So hopefully I just earned a little bit of slack on the missed Walton Walmart <laughs> Association. So awesome. Still pretty bad, though. It, it only clicked when I read the words next to each other. Also, being from Australia, I can confirm that maple syrup on French toast is very much already a thing. <laughs> Sorry, Melvin Bronco. Poems readings? All I have to say is this. Poems returning. Oh, poems returning. All I have to say is this. And he gives the shh. Wow. So only if Calvin Anderson gets the starting job. Wow. <laughs> well, tough. poems won't be returning. All right, here it is. The defense. Melbourne Bronco. My boys, apologies for the maple syrup comment. The wife had some fun with me. She will pay. Did she get on? <laughs> was she, are, we, are we claiming hacked here? I think so. Wow, what a great defense. Wow. What, what an interesting yeah. time to pull that card you got some PS5s you're pay. trying to give away to. <laughs> oh, uh, that's who's coming in our YouTube section all the time. <laughs> I saw on Bronco's Facebook, uh, Bronco's Facebook video of Coach Haggett hugging Randy Gregory. That man is huge. If he gets 10 plus sacks, there will be 10 plus quarterbacks and a lot of pain. In a lot of pain. Uh, do you guys think the recent defensive signings mean George Payton is happy with the offense? So now just adding the last pieces of the puzzle. Cheers. What recent defensive signings? Schobert. Just like the ones. Schobert. Okay. Also, Schobert wearing 93 is painful. He's, He's not. not. I know. He's I'm wearing... saying last oh, year yeah. in Pittsburgh. That's yeah, the main yeah. reason why they didn't he think he so was good. small. Yeah, I agree. Brutal. Yeah, I don't agree with that dumb stuff that you say about numbers, but that one was right. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> that was like, absolutely right. You can't have someone that's not huge wearing 93. Now we got 47, 48, 49, and they all look like the exact same person. <laughs> they with do Jonas. Yeah, he looks a little. He's well, he doesn't look like that. But I'm saying... If there's, he, if, there's also a 46. If that's the um, the linebacker group that saves 47, 48, 49, 50. Yeah, yeah, wow. exactly. Yeah, yeah. He does not look like <laughs> no, those <laughs> guys. <laughs> um, I see what you're saying. Is he happy with the offense? Um, who else is there to add? Demarcus Robinson? Maybe. He, no, he's not making no. the wide receiver course. Yet. No. Okay. Uh, Big Hankstan says, I foolishly yes. once tried to quit you, my gents. Ah, hindsight. Uh, if you had to either quit <laughs> in entirety, all meat, all dairy, or all alcohol in order to save humanity from total devastation, which one would you forever eskew? This one's easy. I'm going meat. I've, easy. So I've done meat before. For like a decade, right? Yeah, and it really wasn't that hard, and I was also much healthier and much skinnier, so <laughs> that, it's probably just a good idea, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Well, probably alcohol is probably a good idea to cut out. I think also nah. dairy is probably not great for you. <laughs> yeah, dairy's probably not the best. Uh, I just think meat would be the easiest because so many people do it already um, mm -hmm. that... You can go into any restaurant and eat without having. To I swear, have like seen... every time I eat meat, I think just a little bit more about that being an animal. Wow, I'm getting to a dark place. Yeah, I'm kind of in that dark place. Uh, I know. Yeah. yeah, I can't. You know, with two cats running around at home, I, yeah, it makes you imagine think. eating. I feel one like of I've them. already served my time. <laughs> so like, <laughs> I mean, I'm, fair, I'm guilt that's free. Fair, that's fair. <laughs> um, the sliders are so good, though. I haven't I seen all these leave. TikToks lately about how like all the things that are in like strictly american food are like making us fat and yeah. like all these things and it's it's kind of scaring me especially considering the longest i've ever been out of the country i just like shedded weight 
Uh, like, it was like pounds were just flying off. Uh, right. Don't second. listen to a word that TikTok says. Oh, that's I my to advice. So many words that TikTok. Oh, says. TikToks. Yeah, it's great. Uh, no, wait, don't wait, so, listen so, to what they have to say on TikTok. So a lot of people. So what are some of them? Like just like you know how much we use high fructose corn syrup and all okay. these things like oh, yeah. aren't they aren't it's not being done as frequently in other countries. Interesting. And like a lot of people who have moved here from overseas are like I didn't necessarily change my diet like I didn't start eating mm. poorly but I'm just like gaining weight and I can't stop it. That's interesting because it's just the extra ingredients. Just all the shit oh, that we put wow. in our food, and no nutrients. They're all gone. So we'll see. Maybe we go to London. There we come go. Back, uh, wow. Come, come back, back looking pot. like Zach. The pot, <laughs> the pot will lose uh, a we'll collective many pounds on our trip. Yeah. 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 We got to keep an eye on Zach. We don't want him disappearing. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> we'll make sure he gets his fish and chips in. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I can't wait for that. C oh. Dutz 1285 says, my boys, I'm sending some EMTs from Arizona over there to check on RK because I haven't heard any Chargers charger slander in weeks. You want to know why? They had to start playing football and people stopped talking about them. Like, well, <laughs> uh, there we go. Did you guys see they, they put out a, I think it was a hype video. I actually didn't watch it, but just like every national person retweeted it. It was like yesterday or the day before. Really? Huh, no. Okay. Uh, that's, that's some homework uh, to, to see huh. what that's about. He says, if you guys could only keep one receiver out of the backup room, excluding Kendall Hinton, who would it be? That's okay, so question. you have to pick out of KJ. Is KJ Hamler involved? No, no. he's not in the backup room. <laughs> Who's in the backup room? Though? Uh, the rest of them. Not Travis Fulgham <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Um, Brandon, Brandon Johnson, Johnson Jalen Virgil. Virgil. Brendan Johnson. Brandon Johnson. You already said that yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Jalen like, Is there a Brandon and, and a Brandon Virgil. Virgil <laughs> Seth Williams, Tyree Cleveland. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, you only get to keep one. We've danced around this question so much. Like, I feel like we always tail off when we Kaden get to this part. Hit it. Hit it, Hank. Give me Brandon Johnson. Okay. There, there's, uh, Seth Williams, I'll never be able to forget what he did to Derek Stingley back in the day and and he's made some great plays you made it that sound like you like murdered him yeah what did he do <laughs> he kind of did that was probably in the football, game that he like crushed him that's when things turned like, for Derek stingley he, he burned him wait so then why wouldn't you choose seth williams then like why because is that a saying, negative like, brandon, brandon like, johnson's been so good to hang on to his seth williams yeah. feelings but brandon i need to johnson's let them go more productive brandon johnson's been looking really really good so i found out via vic lombardi that uh, Brandon Johnson is former Colorado Rockies Charles Johnson's son. Yeah. I have so now that. I'm biased towards him. So many Charles yeah. Johnsons. Yeah, there really are. Yes. Adds up, though. Um, it's pretty, yeah, pretty common first <laughs> name, pretty common last name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very that, much is. I'd do it. Well, it's crazy that there's three Charles Johnsons that have yeah. been involved in Denver sports. It's really it is. true. Yeah. And R. one R. double. R.I.P. Potentially, if this kid sticks around. I I've, Yeah. Like very vividly remember listening to a Rockies game on the radio. I want to say they were playing the Mariners. Even this is crazy because we're talking about like 2001, 2002. And Charles Johnson hit a grand slam, and I was like really hyped. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I'll go Seth Williams because of the opposite of what Hank said. Mm. What he did to Derek Stingley. Oh yeah, yeah. good yeah. way. <laughs> um, no, I actually do. I think. Oh, gosh, I really love Jalen Virgil too. I know. Yeah, he's right there also. And but, Tyree Cleveland. I have no Tyree Cleveland feelings. Oh. Um, Once Nathaniel Hackett said that about his injury, I was like, okay, he's, he's gone. He was still number two on the depth chart. I that know. was probably the weirdest thing of that entire depth chart. Yeah, that's why they say take those things with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah. I'm going Brandon Johnson. I, I, I think he's the, just the most able. Like he has the, He's like 
the most versatile, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. He can kind of do it a little bit of everything. Okay, there we go. Uh, he goes on and says, All good news with R.G. Turner, and I love the Showbert signing. Anything new on Dulcich? We can't call Randy Gregory R.G. Oh, it's already no, taken. We, we R.G. can't. I was so I was thinking <laughs> right guard. Um, okay, anything new on Dulcich? Uh, he did not practice today, so just so beep, whereas beep, Randy Gregory, Randy Gregory and Billy Turner both in pads. Yep, for a second day in a row, they practiced about half practice. Huge. Yep. Whereas they are trending up they in are. my mind, they're coming out of the darkness. Greg Dulcich is going towards it yes i completely agree unfortunately and he says i have my application ready when the assistant to vibes coordinator position opens up at dnvr so i can move back home lol go broncos and go dnvr that's a yes. very highly coveted position I we're gonna have I, a lot of applicants I bet it is. <laughs> including yourself you're no, gonna be no, applying I'm, for it they're the assistant to me oh the assistant to you you think he's the vibe director henry yeah, fine. Oh my no, okay. He no, so okay. much, Henry. No, he couldn't look me in the eyes and lie. He knew the truth. He's, you're such a panderer. Nash yeah. Broncos says, fellas, Perno recently had Derek Wolf on his pod, and I would encourage everyone to give it a listen. It revealed some interesting things from the past few years that I think explain some of the fire we've seen come from the defense. We've known that Vic was an old school coach, but some of the things Derek said maybe or made me realize just how severely he limited this roster in terms of on-field player expression. What does that mean? I won't spoil the specifics, but I think some of the guys, Simmons Chubb specifically, are finally being allowed to be themselves, and I love it. You guys have been talking about who brings the dog to this team, and I hope what we'll find out is that it's always been there. The guys just weren't allowed to show it. I think they weren't allowed to talk to the other team. Oh, yeah? That's my reading to this, right? Um, I read it more so as like... um, Bradley Chubb, your role is to like always have the outside, uh, so never do any spin moves to the inside oh, or something see, or something mm, like that. I'm seeing like just you know um, shut up and play type of thing. Mm. <laughs> well, which honestly, Bradley could maybe stand to hear. I was I was gonna <laughs> say just at the very end when I'm reading that I'm like okay there is a line though. That you have to draw. We can't. The line see for me is celebrating practice. false starts. No more celebrating the offense false start. Like I you like can clap. It. I like but it. But like you, if you're Pointing doing sack dances <laughs> when the offense false starts, it's because you're not getting enough sacks. So you need to use those dances. <laughs> That's fair. Rub um, it in though. Those guys, are, if they do something dumb, make sure they know they're I'm being fine dumb. I'm like, you know, a nice good clap in their face. But dancing after the offense false starts is that cross. What about jumping? Like jumping up and down. Yeah, like sometimes like you the just guys won just something. Bounce. Yeah. No. You didn't Damn. do anything. Yeah, just taunt them maybe like with your words. Yeah, they're not. For some people that or works. For others, just their actions speak louder. Shut up and play. I just get more sacks. <laughs> get more sacks so you can use your uh, sack dances for that. I agree. From Litvatsky, hey y'all, OG MVP in the house today. It's been a while since I commented, but always listening. Blast from the past I saw on NFL.com. They are complimenting Charles Cross on his blocking of Derek Tuska wow. in the run game. He was always undersized with us, and though it was humorous that he was the focal point of the rookie's highlight. Also, like, I'm all for player. I, I, I feel like we didn't tie enough of a bow on the previous subject. I'm all for the players, like, being themselves and expressing themselves oh, and yeah. having fun with that. I just... I think I can definitely imagine Vic Fangio getting upset over celebrating false starts. And I'm sure. actually on his side when it comes to that. <laughs> Everything else, I'm like, yeah, dance, have fun, talk shit, like all of that stuff. I'm in on it. 
that that's where I draw the line. Just what like the I draw the line at a kicker throwing their helmet. What if the quarterback kneels instead of spiking? Oh, that's everyone can dance. You can dance that. Okay, dance all the way to the locker room. What if, what if you hand the ball off and the clock expires before yeah, you just able won the to... game? So you can celebrate. <laughs> okay, all you there want. we go. Well, if it's halftime, yeah, celebrate. It's okay, as so long celebrate. as you're winning. It was twenty-three <laughs> to twenty-one. Probably not halftime though. Yeah, oh, probably not. Yeah. We might need a chart half? from you about when to dance. Oh, the uh, dance to not dance. What would you call it? Uh, chart? But it does not have a ring to it. <laughs> no. the, What's like the, the four the, charts? It's like a... A tic-tac-toe board? Yeah, but no. Ooh. But, okay, whatever. Um, anyways, he goes on, I thought Virgil was really the star of the first preseason game. He had a great high point yep. catch and showed good speed. I did not think Brandon Johnson was consistent, but did make a good play. Also, Seth did a great job high pointing the ball on his couch uh, on his catch. <laughs> I've never been uh, overtly excited with him. What do you think it would take for Virgil to get the last wide receiver spot? Also, this is just a, such an interesting thing. Every team is doing this with their wide receivers. Like, there are so many borderline NFL uh, yeah. wide receivers out there. Um, I just find that to be such a, an interesting thing. Like, it's the most overpopulated position in the NFL by a wide margin. And that's why pretty much any of the guys you want to land on the practice squad, you're going to be able to. 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, what would it take? I mean, he might be holding down that spot right now. I I don't think so. I don't I, think so I, either. But he, they could see it. Could I think anyone. Need, I think he needs to do this in the second and third game as well. I think Seth. I think Seth Williams is one more like good play away from locking it up. And I think Seth is the guy that has it right now as well. Um, man, Brandon Johnson. I just can't get out of my head the drop that he had to start the game. That's the only thing I can think of when I think of Brandon Johnson in this yeah. game. Was that one drop? Just went right through both of his hands. Yep. I had the other one where he got one hand on it. And it's like, you that can't was early. Yeah. He had two opportunities early. And yeah. then he, after that, he was like, yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. But that, that first one was just like first impression. It's first, first game, man. First, first impression, Rose, man. It's important. <laughs> uh, he finishes. Also, do you think that the Broncos top 100 are ranked? Well, we talked all about that, of course. Um, Appreciate it as always. OG MVP. Love hearing from you, OG. And Sir James says, is rounding us out, says, shout out to Jake Plummer being out of practice today. My all-time favorite Bronco. And I want you guys to read this last part. Also, Zach is the wind beneath my wings. That's it. That's a comment. Go DNVR. So I wasn't pandering. I wasn't lying yesterday. Wow. Unbelievable. (laughs) Um, What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Shout out Jake Plummer. Yep. Yeah. Shout out Jake Plummer um he shout out jake he's you know always doing something interesting he certainly is he said what do you think he was uh at practice today for you think he's selling the guys on something has a little remedy for any of them i mean it's all legal like all the mushrooms that he's peddling could you do that in the nfl yeah 100 percent. there's nothing psychoactive and he's just selling oh really health and wellness mushrooms okay like microdosing no, not even. Like, not even. Not no, I think it's like psychobillin or something is the the active ingredient that like makes you hallucinate. There's none of that in anything okay. that he's doing. Oh, very cool. Uh, well, probably the ones he's eating. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> he should share. <laughs> um, anyways, I think that wraps it up for us today. Uh, this has been fun. As always, hit us Wait, with a thumbs up. One last super chat. Oh, oh my god, yeah. that almost sounded planned. Uh, love y'all. Hashtag go Grizz. Hashtag go DNVR from Stephen Scholey. Go Grizz. Love you, Stephen. Don't believe what Lance McCutcheon did. That ass with the Rams, what? the two touchdowns. and Yeah, we don't know what you're talking about. Uh, he's a receiver. It, he, he was at Montana State. 
Uh, it's a fraud. Okay. Anyways, like it. <laughs> that's going to wrap it up for us today. Hey, more. We need uh, as many five-star reviews as we can get on uh, on iTunes. I think we're at 760 reviews. Uh, so we're creeping up on 800. We appreciate everyone who does that. Also, thumbs up. That's always easy on your way out on YouTube. Uh, but that's going to wrap it up for us today. Of course, we'll be right back with you tomorrow. You roll out the truck and took a country drive. Flying cotton